Welcome to the Breakthrough to Excellence podcast. I'm Jasmine Haley, healthcare provider turned educator, entrepreneur, and startup strategist. Not too long ago, I was burnt out, overwhelmed, depressed, and full of fear from a toxic work environment. I created my business out of necessity to create a legacy I can be proud of today. It helps me transform the lives of women every single day to pursue their dreams and entrepreneurial goals. I created this podcast to share the empowering stories of entrepreneurial women, help you break through self-doubt to your greatness, and share business strategies to help you create a thriving and profitable business. If you are an emerging entrepreneur or business owner that wants to create the mindset needed to escape burnout, reclaim your personal power, and pursue your entrepreneurial dreams, this podcast is for you. Stay tuned and listen in. Hey, 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 this is Jasmine Haley, your host of the Breakthrough to Excellence podcast. And I have a very special guest to me personally, because she has been a phenomenal support to my own business. So let me introduce you to her. Her name is Cambridge Glover. She is the owner of Comedia digital brand consulting and a social media engagement strategist. She uses organic social media strategies to help brands position themselves to reach their goals, whether that is to gain clients or customers or gain new opportunities. She will help you get in front of those people on social media. She is a bomb diggity. When it comes to social media engagement, she's so good that some of the people that you follow now as your business mentor, maybe working with her and you have no idea that the person responding to you is her. Okay. Cause she's so good at what she does. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate you. You're so kind. <laughs> you are the bomb. Like I just could not believe how you gained my, I don't know how you got my voice. Like you got me, like you understood me and you do that for several people. Like that is insane. That's insane. How you're able to do that. <laughs> it, it, it is really insane. My brain is like always in like a million different places. <laughs> it feels crazy, but it's fun. Yeah. yeah. But you probably thrive on that, yeah. you know, because that's your, one of your gifts. Yeah, that's true. And I didn't even know it until someone asked me to do it for them. So it was it was like, ah, I guess. And then like six months later, I'm like, I mean, I actually like doing this. So it works. All right. So let's get into your entrepreneurial journey, because this is all about supporting that um, woman who has entrepreneurial desires that may be held back from self-doubt. They're overwhelmed. They're not even sure where to start. Are those new business owners that don't understand how important social media is. I was one of those people because I am a clinician, right? I'm trained as a clinician. Then you get into the business world and then you got to learn all of this stuff. So according to Cambry, what is social media to you? Social media is so many things. To me, it's a tool. Um, That's the main thing that I always tell people because people are like, I hate social media. It's so crazy how everybody's using it these days. I'm like, it's a tool. You can use it for good or you can use it for bad, just like anything else. So I think it's amazing for business owners to be able to get in front of so many people and expand their business and their ideas and get their help out there so quickly and so easily. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't have grown as quickly as I did in the dental hygiene field if it wasn't for social media. It allows me to connect to so many people around this country. Mm -hmm. So how let's get into your entrepreneurial 
entrepreneurial journey? Because I think that's very fascinating. We understand social media is a tool, but what led Cambry to where you are right now? Oh, goodness. Uh, it's been a short journey in the amount of years, but it's, it feels like it's been so long. But I started out, I went to culinary school. I moved to North Carolina to go to culinary school. And graduating culinary school, I was like, oh, I'm just going to open my own catering business. It's going to be great. I put on my everything that I went to Boston Wells and I thought people were just going to run to me and be excited. And that is not what happened at all. So apparently, because everybody around here hears about Boston Wells and all the time, they're like, yeah, okay, who cares? I was doing that and trying to get my name out there and use social media because I knew that was a tool that I could use. And I actually started to like it more than I liked cooking. Like I was getting burnt out from the culinary industry because it's insane and trying to build my own thing. It was really hard. And then I came across a a social media manager's course. And I was like, I mean, I could learn about it for my business or whatever. And then I took it and then I was like, oh, they're talking about like, you can actually do that for somebody else's business. So then like I was already burnt out with culinary and I was trying to find a way out of it. So I decided to just you know, slowly wean myself off of doing culinary things and move to uh, social media and just followed her. Her name is Rachel Peterson, but I've just followed her journey and the thing that she taught us to get clients. And I started using LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, everything to get clients. And then, you know, that's how I got started. Wow. Of course, it was a catalyst. <laughs> Who would have known? Who would have known? And then, you know, you've already had the strengths within you already for that. Mm -hmm. It just needed to, you needed the right situation to play on those. Exactly. It's so crazy because I feel like everything always leads you to where you're supposed to be. Of course, I would have rather not spent four years in culinary school to get here. But uh, it was necessary because I learned so much even about like marketing and things like that because we had marketing classes and things like that. I feel like I learned so much that I wouldn't have never even thought like, hmm, social media, you know, so. Yeah. So what would you say to that person that's like kind of moseying along? They kind of know in their gut like what they're doing isn't really making their heart sing, right? Like you knew it wasn't like that for you mm-hmm. for culinary school. Like, what would you, what would you tell that person that, that was feeling that way? I would tell them about my journey to get to understanding that that is the path I wanted to go on because obviously it wasn't, I woke up one day and I was like, Oh, I'm a social media manager. It was a long process. So journaling helped me a lot, like writing down, like, how do I feel about this? And kind of like, okay, so what have I liked doing in the past? And what what made, kept me going as a child? Because like it was that like in my teenage years, I always was interested in businesswomen. And most of the jobs that I had, I connected with the business owner first. So that was always a passion of mine. So that kind of guided me to like, okay, I want to help business owners. And then I got down to like, oh, I like social media. Social media is fun. Okay. And then it just <laughs> continued down the path, like literally just writing it. Like whenever I thought about, okay, so what do I want to do with my life? So writing it down, whatever comes to mind. And then, you know, it's not like magic, but it is like the process. 
Yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. That is awesome. Now we got to talk a little bit about mindset because when I'm thinking about that Mm -hmm. pivot, right? I'm making a pivot right now in my business and it is scary. So how did you gain the courage to even make that step? Because culinary school or being a cook or a chef versus social media management are two stark (laughs) contrasts. Like it's not even remotely. (laughs) (laughs) You're in a department, right? You got to go a couple of floors. Yeah, exactly. What would you say were like some of the things like what, like how did you even get in that mindset to even make that decision like what was the push for you because a lot of people may realize it like hey I like it but they don't even take the next step um what helped me mostly was it's it's really crazy but I just watched a lot of motivational videos that helped me with my mindset number one and then I was working at Panera at the time doing their catering because you know I want to do catering might as well and I met one of their one of the people that we were delivering to they had like a marketing business and so well, that's what they told me. Yeah. Um, and so I started working for them and I used my time there to kind of learn and see if that was something I wanted to do. Put my put my skills to the test on their stuff um, before I started doing it for other people. I think that helped me with my mindset too, because it's like, oh, you can really do this. Like you can do it for yourself now that you've seen, like I didn't have to put all all of my money. I had put a lot, but um, I didn't have to put all of my money behind it because I was able to take on that job and test out the skills and see, is that something I really want to do every day? That is so smart. That is so smart. I was not smart. (laughs) I was leaving a toxic work environment and I literally just boom, left with no plan B. Yeah. You know, but the right way is to plan it like that, to test the waters Mm -hmm. a little bit. Which is why I love like um, there's a podcast called the Side Hustle Pro Mm -hmm. that kind of talks about people who have had a nine to five that have started the business on the side. Like things like that are so important. And even just um, not just starting a business, but even just exploring your options. You don't have to go 100 percent in. And that kind of takes away some of that fear that may be associated with making a pivot. I mean, I will say that I was I was smart in that part. But then when when I was tired in that job and it got too overwhelming, I was like, oh, whatever, I'm done. I could do this, whatever. So listen, I understand both sides. So I would say I want I'm curious to know from you because of your expertise and you've worked with people who are, you know, global communities. Right. And um, I'll share with the listeners how I found you in just a moment. But you're working with people who have various wheels that they have to work on. What would you say when it comes to social media as a business owner are one of the most highest or things that we deal with, like the biggest challenges that we face or one challenge that you feel like we don't even in a position to even be like, oh, you know, they don't even realize it by the time they get to you that they've been making this mistake over and over and over and over again. So I'll share two things. One that, you know, is actually doing it. A lot of times on your website or on your social media, whatever, you talk about your story and you're saying your story and you're saying she and me and us, and but you never even introduce yourself 
I've seen that so many times lately. And I'm just like, yes, I understand that you probably did this all yourself, but we don't know you. We're coming to these places to get to know you. Can you tell me your name at least? <laughs> I mean, it's a, you don't think like, oh, they don't know. Me. You're not thinking that. But it is something that I think is so key that it's something to check on. Like, hey, have I introduced myself in a while on my on my Instagram, you know, it's something like, oh, my people know me. If you're getting new people all the time, they don't know you. They're trying to get to know you. So, you know, introduce yourself. And then another thing I would say that's not necessarily on social media, but it's women usually. It's okay to put yourself out there just because you're putting yourself out there asking for the sale or doing something that is helping you level up. That doesn't mean that you're bragging or that you're doing anything negative. You are literally doing what you have to do to reach your goals. So, Mm. (laughs) Yes, I just got... (laughs) Oh, man, I struggle with that. I struggle when I have to share... I even, okay, for instance, I had a recent post and I shared what revenue mark I finally reached. It was a huge thing. I didn't even know I did until I checked the end of this month. I didn't even think it was even possible. And I I felt shameful for even mentioning it. And I'm like, why? Because I'm like, how can people who are potentially looking for clients, I mean, not clients, a coach, feel that I'm even adequate enough to be able to help them? If I don't share some of the personal things. But I t- I'm telling you, internally, I struggle with that. Yeah, it is hard to like, even start even sometimes now, like I know that in the back of my mind, like you have to share it. I'm still like, oh, but do they really care? <laughs> now I'm like, Cambrai, you literally tell people this every day. So tell yourself now, it's okay, you need to share it. <laughs> so yeah. And you know, one of the questions I had wrote down to ask you was like, why is authenticity essential? Because I feel that when I was posting and I was more like sales, when I first started, it wasn't getting any sort of likes, any sort of engagement. The moment I started opening myself up, showing me the real person, just like you were talking about, that was where I was like, boom, it was out of the, the wazoo. I think it's so important because there's so many people doing the same things mm. and they're not all real. So <laughs> when, you, when you share your real story, especially in a video, because you can feel it even more in a video, when you share your real story, your real struggles. People are like, Oh, I get you. You get me. You understand where I'm at right now because you've gone past it. So I can, I can, you can be my coach because you understand where I'm at, whether, I mean, it could be other people that are, they're sharing like, oh, I'm on the beach. I have, I'm living my best life, but how is that going to help me? Because right now I don't have money to be on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you have to be real with your people because like there's so many coaches and consultants out here. Like, <laughs> why do I need this with you? Yeah, it's true. And what sets you apart? And it also requires you to really know who you're speaking to. Yeah. I remember once I was in a call. Um, so everyone that's listening here, I was introduced to Cambry from an amazing business auntie and mentor to many, Sharon Beeson from Womanor. And many people may not know, but Cambry is the wonderful mastermind curator of her social media. And um, 
when Sharon was willing to share mm-hmm. that information to a whole global community, that shows how giving she is. So shout out to Womanor, okay? Right. Love her. <laughs> because of her, I was able to get connected. So I'm very appreciative about the connection that Womanor has provided by providing us with people like you who are really focused on authenticity, on being real in business and in a personal life. Um, I think those connections are absolutely necessary for us to flourish as professionals, but also um, to find what we need and understanding our tribe is one of the ways. So with once I was on a, a coaching consulting call with not coaching consulting call with Sharon and Sharon was asking me questions. Who are these people? And I was like, well, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like specific, get really like where are they working? What are their ages? You know, are they working in this department in business or are they working in? I mean, she was so, and I just, my mind couldn't wrap around it. So, why I mentioned her was because not only did she introduce me, but she helped me to appreciate how important your clarity is for who you're talking to. Which is where you come in for those who struggle with that. Yes, ma'am. I do. (laughs) It is, you know, it surprises me that still some people, um, even even if they follow Sharon or people that I know are talking about it, they're still like, oh, my client is anybody that has money. I literally just talked to somebody yesterday and I was like, okay, so who is your ideal client? And she laughed and she was like, on, on the forum, I told you that's anybody that has money, that has like a lot of money. I'm like, okay, so can you tell me a little bit more about this person? What do they do? What do they care about? Because talking to just somebody with money, there are a million and one types of people with money, you know? It could be somebody that, you know, likes to show off that they have money, that they, or they want to pretend like they don't have money. You know, even that little piece of them, it can be totally different. So it's so important to get really clear because that is when those people are going to be like, oh, she's talking to me. Oh, I want to work with her because she gets me. So, you know, and you know, even like she was talking about um, increasing her engagement because obviously that's what I focus on. And she's like, I want to increase my engagement. People just aren't getting it. I'm like, yeah, because you're not talking to them. You're talking to yourself. Basically, if you're talking to everybody, you're talking to yourself. So you have to think about who that person really is like real deep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And talking with them as opposed to at them. Mm-hmm. I know that like I got really once I got clear of who I was speaking with. um, And I also got clear of what their struggles were. Mm-hmm. Then my copy I would write was a lot different. Right. To the point where all of a sudden by just switching that up, whether I'm writing an email to them. Mm -hmm. or I'm putting a quick post on Facebook or Instagram or what have you, I started getting the engagement, the joining Mm -hmm. in my mailing list, the joining in my Facebook, because I was speaking with them Mm -hmm. and like really reaching the people that I want to be a part of my tribe. Right. Right. So I think that is such a big 
such a big, big deal. And if you notice the engagement is low, one, you need to get your mind right. Two, you need to contact Cambry. <laughs> <laughs> because it's enough stuff for you to have to worry about in a business. Mm-hmm. And um, getting the mentorship, whether it be by a coach or a consultant or hiring a, a, a social media strategist or a social engagement, media engagement strategist like yourself is, is essential. Yeah, it is. What would you say for someone that's afraid to take that big step? You know, because I feel like for most emerging entrepreneurs, they feel like, well, I can't afford it. I can't. Mm-hmm. You know, why am I really going forward with doing this? What are some things that they can benefit from if they do invest in a social media engagement strategist and really understand the importance of what it brings to their business? Oh, um, okay. So what the benefits of having an engagement strategist is one, the very first one that I always talk about is the fact that you have a whole business. You got a lot of things on your plate, especially if you also still have your nine to five. So how can you expect to use social media to effectively engage with the right people and spend, you know, a good amount of time. You know, it's cool to just most of the time when you're on social media, you're just scrolling anyway. And you're looking at the people on your timeline. You're not getting out there to engage with new people. You're looking at the same people all the time. So it's important, just like networking. That's why I recently started calling it like social media networking, because it's just like if you sit in your house all day, you're not going to meet anybody new. You have to go out to these networking events sometimes or go out to the bar sometimes or something to get meet people. Even if you're trying to meet friends, you <laughs> need to get out there and do that. So that's one thing that I would say is because you need to get in front of new people. The other thing, the other benefit of having an engagement strategy strategist is just to respond to the people that are responding to you. Even if your engagement is up and it's growing and everything like that, eventually you're not going to be able to respond to every single person. But I guarantee you, it matters when you respond to every single person. Before I started working with Sharon, I I was like, "Uh, I'll respond to people sometimes, whatever. And then I started working with her. She was like, no, engage with every single person. If they're a bot, delete them. But every single real person, I need you to engage with them and say their name. So, you know, and that really makes a difference because people relate to her more because they're like, oh, she cares about me. So you need to having an engagement strategist will have some will help you have somebody in your corner that is helping your audience to understand that you really care about them. And it's not, you know, it's not that you don't care about them because you are not doing it yourself, because I think a lot of people think that. It's just that you do care about them. So you're investing in someone to be able to do it for you. So, yeah, yeah. And it's necessary because I tell you, I probably, when I first found Sharon, I think I found it, um, it was linked to some tag or whatever. And I started reading her, the rest of the post. I was like, Oh man, she is speaking the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I just finally, after watching her for a while, I finally commented mm-hmm. and then my name was used. Yeah. I said, <laughs> my word, <laughs> she know my name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It matters. It matters. And then, and, I mean, after that, I was like, boom. Yeah. I was like, I became a member. Mm-hmm. I paid, I didn't even do like, I, I think, I can't remember. I don't, I don't even think I did monthly. I went straight for the year. Yeah. <laughs> 
was like, she used my name. Yeah, exactly. It means it means so much. But it is true. Like the more you start getting in the nitty gritty of growing, Mm -hmm. it is so hard to stay on that. And it's very easy for business owners to feel burnt out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Burnout is real. (laughs) It is so real. It is so real. So. Mm. Oh, my word. All right. So I have my last question for you. Okay. And I would love to know what advice would you tell yourself as a new budding entrepreneur? I would tell myself to take my time. I think that I got really excited about it and really excited about growth and everything like that. I didn't take my time to do my market research like I should. I didn't take my time to really understand like, what does this business mean to me? It was just like an escape from what I was doing already. And so I didn't take the time to really understand like, okay, so we're doing this business. We're doing it. You know, like that was already my mindset, but I didn't take the time to think, okay, so what does this look like in the future? Where do we want to go? What do we care about? Like I was like everybody else, just like, Oh, we're marketing to everybody. We're just going to put ourselves out there and get some clients. Like, no, I would take my time. And like, really like think about it, think everything through. And even if I could, I would have gotten a coach. Mm. (laughs) Let me tell you, it's the best thing ever. Yeah, it is the best. I've had two coaches so far and it has, it has metamorphosized my thinking, everything. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. All right. Please let the listeners know where they can find you. Yes, ma'am. So you can find me on my website at cambreglover.com. K-A-M-B-R-E. Uh, a lot of people don't know how to sell it. Sorry. Um, and on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at cambreglover. And I believe that's it. Yeah. And we all of these social media handlers, her website, everything on uh, the show notes, because I'm telling you now that um, anyone that I'm vetting, I have personally used them. And this is someone that you want to get to know and to invest in her services because she's going to bring your social media game all the way up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I appreciate you for coming on. We have to do it again. Yes, ma'am. Thanks for tuning into the show. Dive in deeper by visiting the show notes for this episode or listening to more episodes on jasminehaley.com. If you found value in the show, share with a friend or leave us a review. I'll see you next time. <laughs>